Hey, it's your host, Kaz, and welcome back to the Our Journey podcast. Today, we have a new interviewee. We got Christian Ashford. Hey. So, um, yeah, basically, last time we had Sadiq. I know I promised you guys that I was going to have a part two out uh, the week after, but I kind of got a little bit caught up with some things. Uh, Nothing bad, just some things popped up that, unfortunately, we we couldn't make it happen. But um, I'm trying to get some content pushed out now, so... Like I said, for this week, we have some, we have a new interviewee and we got some more people lined up coming for the next few weeks. So, um, yeah. So where are you from originally? We can start off with that. So, boom. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. That's where you're born? Yep. Born okay. and raised in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, I, was, I was raised there for about three or four years. And then I'm, that's when I started moving all around. Mm-hmm. My dad got back into the military. So from Mississippi, I went to Virginia, stayed there for like two years, came back to Mississippi, mm-hmm. went to Texas, lived in Colleen and El Paso for like four more years. I went to Virginia, lived there for like four more years and went to, and that's how I ended up here. Here in Silicon? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. What, yeah. what branch of the military are your parents in? He's in the army. Army, okay. Is yeah. your mom in the military too or is it just your dad? Nah, just my dad. So then you got any siblings? Yeah, Ethan. He's my. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know Ethan. You know yeah. Ethan. But yeah, he's my younger sibling. He's in. He's actually a freshman this year, so this is this. It, uh, this is his first year in high school. Okay, nice. What is it like? Do you think it's any different, like having him with you now here, like just in high school? Because I used to think so. Because I thought he used. To, he would have been. Can I curse on this? good yeah okay i thought he used to be i thought he was gonna be like a pain in my ass yeah (laughs) (laughs) i used to think like he would like be the one to always bug me and whatever but like yeah we got two different like friend groups so he goes to his group i go to my group after i drop him off at school so like it's cool that's what's up at least you guys have like respect for each other yeah sometimes yeah (laughs) well can i see you guys like around school like some siblings like they just don't get along you know what i mean they really don't yeah like with you guys i'm like you guys almost like seem like you could be like friends to a degree (laughs) to i know like it, still, but like it's like we presented like that, but like, mm-hmm. bro, we, at home we be going at each other's throats sometimes. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I swear, that's how it is with my sister. My sister's like six years older than me, so but it's it's always like that with siblings. I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's like, but everybody nobody likes your siblings, bro. That's it's facts. Always like that's that. facts. Yeah, but um, all right. So moving on from that, um. What were, like, some of the things you just, like, you used to like to do? Like, some of your hobbies and stuff? Like, as far back as you can think. You can go back to elementary, middle school, just some early things. I knew back in elementary when I was, like, in the second or third grade, Mm -hmm. I used to play t-ball a lot. Uh, I wasn't very good. So (laughs) I kind of stopped after the fourth grade. Yeah. Uh, Fast forward to middle school. Seventh grade. No, eighth grade. That's when I actually started doing, like, real team sports. Mm -hmm. So I started wrestling. Bro, I was bombing that, bro. I, <laughs> I went 91 my first ever time wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like three different awards for that. And then that same year, I started track. And then. A lot of sports. I only did two. Wait, was, when was this elementary school you said? No, this Middle is eighth school? grade. Oh, eighth grade? I, yeah, eighth grade. And- I was high, I was hockey a late late bloomer though. No, yeah. I was too with sports. Like I did like middle school is like when I peaked out with it because my parents. Facts. But like you know what I noticed for like first sports, it's always either 
like baseball, like t-ball or soccer. It's one of those two. It really was like, yeah, like nobody. But <laughs> I've never seen someone like, oh, my first sport was basketball, like or football. I mean, there is those people, but it's always just seems to always. You gotta soccer like soccer and baseball. You have to like find what you like sometimes. Yeah, though. that's true. So I kind of just migrated from t-ball because I, I had like no hand-eye coordination <laughs> at all, bro. Because <laughs> I talked to my yeah, I talked to my dad about that. I was like, why didn't you get me in basketball when I was younger? Like I could have been so filthy right now. No, that's what I think about too. Is like. Some of the greats, they started when they were, like, five, yeah. six years old playing football and basketball. Yeah, people right now in high school, like, you see, like, all the people that are getting scholarships for college are people that have been playing for pretty much most right. of their lives. And I asked my dad about it, and I was like, why don't you put me in football? Like, I could have been a beast, right? <laughs> Facts. But at the I same mean, time, your parents, like, they don't know what your body size is going to be. Like, my parents never would have thought I was going to be, like, tall. Like, because that was yeah. really in my gene pool to be tall. Like, I'm true. taller than both my parents. True, true, true. So. I just yeah. kind of figured it out, like, when I got to eighth grade, and I was, like, taller than a lot of people, like, six foot. I'm basically, I haven't really grown since eighth grade. I've been, like, six foot, six one since then. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, let me hoop, like. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Me? Yeah. Let me get the advantage, but, but that's cool. Um, so, yeah, you like playing sport. Was there anything outside of that you like doing? You like reading, like, just anything uh, outside of that? I used to be a huge bookworm. Like, I used to be a real nerd, bro. Like, mm. I used to be a history buff, bro. You could ask me, like, any question, like, <laughs> from, like, now to, like, I see about, like, to the Roman era, bro, and I'll name it, like, the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. I used to read a lot. I used to learn about history, and I even used to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. I used to play in the orchestra, so I play, like, the viola, which is pretty much, like, I call it, like, an upgraded violin, because I used to play it all the time, and I love that yeah. instrument. But it's just, like, it's basically a bigger, uh, it's a bigger violin, yeah. and it's a little bit deeper. But I played that for about almost six years up until my sophomore year that's what's up i mean yeah it's funny because um like when you talk about instruments like the same thing in like in my family like most like I, a lot of my siblings like play instruments like my dad he plays the drums he tried to get me into it i just never really like wanted to follow through with it it didn't really interest me i feel like something now i'd kind of want to get on because it's like it'd be something cool to right an instrument like because when I was little, I feel like I didn't really have that same ear for music. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel me on that? I felt that. Like, like now it's like, I feel like I have this, like, more of, like, a connection to it. And it, it music and, like, being able to play an instrument is like an outlet, almost. Yeah, it really was. For me in middle school, it helped me get through a lot of stress. I'm not going to lie. I used mm-hmm. to just play my heart out. Sometimes I wouldn't even play, bro. I'd just be, like, playing notes. I'd be like, That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like an expression almost. I'm, I'm high-key thinking about picking it back up when I go back to college. That's what I'm thinking. Just, like, after I graduate, just, I, I think I'm going to pick up an instrument. But... That'd be cool, though, because you see those people, like, on YouTube, that are, like, they've been playing pianos for, like, years. Yeah. They go out to, like, a public mall with, like, a uh, public piano and go crazy on it. Or have you seen those YouTube videos where the people... I think like the guy like like played the guitar and he's like singing and stuff. It's like I need that to be me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so then, like, fast forwarding into high school, um, you said you what year did you come here or what grade? Sophomore or freshman year? Junior year. Or, junior? Oh, you mean the to still come where we're at right now? Yeah. Oh yeah, junior year. Okay, junior year. So what? Oh wow. I don't know why I was thinking you came here sophomore year. No, nah, everyone thinks that they're like, weren't you here freshman year, sophomore year? I was like, no, I just got here, bro. Yeah, that's wild. So when you, when you came here, um, like, what, was, what are some things in high school? Maybe, like, anything new that you started to pick up in terms of interest? Mm, I say I was more... Uh, I, not a lot really changed, because, like, up until, up until eighth grade, I really didn't do a sport. Mm-hmm. And then when I started 
track and field and wrestling. I kind of cut off wrestling after eighth grade, but I continued with track yeah. all four years. So I kept on with that. Um, I dropped viola in my sophomore year because y'all don't have an orchestra here, so I couldn't really play much. <laughs> yeah. That's the band such. itself is not that good here. Yeah, it's it's I. Right. I mean, there's cool people in it, but like, well, it's just the because like when I was in Florida, we had the second best state in Florida, like the second or the, what am I trying to say? The second yeah. best band in the state. Yeah. So and you know Florida's a huge state. Yeah, it's like, the size like of that's so many like, schools it, up. It's it's yeah, it's huge compared to Washington. That is at least. But yeah, when I was there, like we had the second best band in the state, so I can just hear the difference when I came to the school. I was like, uh, yeah, it's not bad, but because I used to go to my um, cousins, he used to be in the marching band, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I was younger, I used to go out to his marching bands for the football games. Mm-hmm. Bro, it sounds so much different back in the south than it does up here. That's what I'm saying. They like, take it way more seriously down. They south, really bro. do though. Like I noticed that too because I started playing my viola back in um, eighth grade when I was still in Virginia. Mm-hmm. It when I moved here, it was like, it was like push out to the side, like, like, like it was it wasn't it the w- same seriousness. Yeah, like it wasn't kept up to the same platform that everyone else had back on the East Coast. It was mm-hmm. kind of just like an activity you did when you were just bored. Yeah, and it kind of sucked because like I really loved it at the time, but like even my teacher was like, it's alright. Yeah, I was like, true. I wasn't really going for it. So like, would you say that with all that that you haven't really been somebody that's necessarily been like super extracurricular meaning like you've never been somebody that's like put a lot of a lot of time into like stuff uh like sports outside like how am i trying to put this like you haven't been like the person that says like okay i'm gonna put most of my focus on like doing track instead of getting my grades right uh for majority of high school what, what would you categorize yourself in more i say i was more like Book focus. Book focus. Because okay. my mom would beat my ass if my grade got below a B. Has it always been that way? Like since Pretty elementary much. school? Like since after elementary school, my mom's been on my ass. About grades. About grades. So kind of like, she kind of put that inside me. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it though. Or I, I appreciate it because like, it took me where I'm going to where you're now. Right now. Yeah. So like, it went a long way. But like at the time, bro, it, it was annoying. Yeah. It, was, it could be so annoying. Oh sometimes. yeah. See, that that's something like, and it's cool hearing that because I couldn't relate to that. Like, my parents have never really pushed grades. They've always said, like, do well, but it's never been something like, you know, here's expectation you need to meet or you get a consequence. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, you know, shaped me in a different way. But I, I can see with you, like, what it's led to, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. what university, uh, what universities are you looking at? So right now, what are you looking at? Looking at Gonzaga. Uh-huh. I actually finished applying to Morehouse and then I'm finishing my application at West Point. Dang, so, you got all the options. Yeah. And I, th- I think that was, like, you know, on your parents' side, like, okay, yeah, you could do sports, but you see how many people in the African-American community are trying to do sports, and that's the only outlet. Either that or something entertainment-focused. That's what my mama realized. said, though. Like, yeah, like, do something scholarly. Like, you're going to get way more respect for that, and you're going to be, like, more of a, um, an influence and, like, you know, somebody that a lot of people could look up to. Like a role model. Exactly. What my mama told me, too, was, like, she always pushed me for both for education and sports. She yeah. never um, hindered me on any of it. But what she told me was to make sure that you remember you're a student athlete. Exactly. Because it's, it's not I can go to college. I can go to college for track and field. I can go all the way up to like even the Olympics. But like, if I was really that athletic and had that talent, it could have been gone like an instant after one injury. That's true. Amazing That's like players football players. Right. So many amazing football players' careers were just ended by like a leg injury mm-hmm. or even worse like cancer stuff like that that just hinders you from playing ever again and once 
the one thing you were really leaning on is gone now. Mm-hmm. That crutch is gone. Like you have nowhere else to go. So See, you, yeah. So you say that that reflects on how you think too. Like you want you want to go for the thing that's because nothing's guaranteed, but you want to go for something that's that's more promise. Like something that's gonna my work is gonna show for it. Right. Something that can be taken away like instantly. Like, I could, your grades can't be taken away from you. No one's gonna take that. From you. Right. Like I can lose all my numbers off right now, but I still be smart as hell. Exactly. Like I still have my brains. Yeah. Like. That acceptance to West Point or wherever, like, that's not going anywhere. Regardless right. if you break your leg tomorrow, like, it, it's not going nowhere. I think that's that's definitely, yeah, your parents definitely were smart um, in, in that aspect of, of picking that because um, some parents don't think about that, you know? Yeah. But whatever helps set you up for a su- successful future. Because a lot of people, I think, live in a lot of... Um, What's the word to put it? You know, a lot of people are like, oh, like my parents, they didn't help me with this. That's why I don't have this. A lot of people they didn't have in, a good support system. Exactly. A lot yeah. of people live in a lot of regret and like anger. And I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like when you have maybe a grudge, hold grudges on your parents, parents because, yeah, because when people get older and they look at their life situation and they're like, man, like I'm in this situation, this, they're always going to look back to what, what was the foundation set up for this? Like who raised me? What morals did they teach me? So I feel like at the end of the day, if you, if you can come out the other side with something good, um, nobody should be selfish enough to like say, "Hey, that's all been me." You know, like yeah. it always is gonna come I down to your never, foundation. I could never. I hate. I hate people who brag about yeah. successes, and I'm like, because it's not all you. It Nothing really isn't. Is. Like, you really can't do everything in your own power. Mm-hmm. Like, you need help from people around you. You need connections, even if it's like the smallest bit of help. It's still help, regardless. Exactly. Like, there. They're stepping stone to lead you to that, that goal. Mm-hmm. That's why I can never really brag about the things I've done with my high school in the years, or like say, or discredit my parents, exactly. the people who were in my life. It's the like, same thing with me. Even though there might be some things, like you said, you get annoyed by, we all do, uh, by parents. It's like at the end of the day, it's like, well, I'm in this position because they helped me out. You know, right? Like I wouldn't be where I was if my mama didn't raise me, if exactly. my dad didn't tell me if they didn't push me who things. I am. Yep. And what do you think? Um, because I know you said West Point. I know that's a military school, right? Yeah, it's a military academy. So what makes you want to possibly continue military? Because some people, you know, sometimes don't want to do what their parents done or sometimes don't want to follow the same route. Some people just want to, like, give me something different type thing. I say for me, I've always wanted to go to the military because yeah. I looked up to my dad because of that. So your dad's I, been, like, your role model type thing? Pretty much. So I looked up to him and what he did in his career as a major. Mm-hmm. And so... I say I want to like. I tell him that like, I want to. Um, I want him to pass the torch on to me so I could take up his career mm-hmm. and move on in the family. But also I do. I want to do it for myself too because I know uh, West Point is a better opportunity for me. For sure. So, I mean, like, shoot, it's free college, bro. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that's that's huge. I mean, to have to have the name of the school being that good and then also saying like, hey, you don't have to take on any debt. Who's not going to do that? You know what I mean? Right. Because we all know that one of the big problems right now with college is College debt. tuition, bro. Like, yeah. that's the one thing I was really worried about mm-hmm. uh, coming up to my senior year because, like, my mama told me straight up, oh, we don't have money to pay for college. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to get scholarships. You need to get anything you can get on your hands with that can help I'm you saying. get to college. Because if, if I come up to graduation and I don't have any, I have, like, accepted letters to school, but, like, I have no money to go to. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'll be struggling, for real. No, I, I feel you on that. that. That's, like, a lot of people right now. Yeah. And, you know, that's probably, like you said, one of your 
one of the the blessings that you count because I think a lot of people um a lot of people like going on from this point are gonna be in real big trouble because majority of our class majority of just and I don't mean just our class here at our school, but majority of the class probably around the country is going to college, you know? It's, it's a pretty right. typical thing to it go really to college is. now. It's a sad thing, too, because, like, we're Some encouraged to go to... Yeah, like, to we're it. encouraged to go to college, but, like, it's so hard. Not everyone has the... Um, not, everyone, not everyone has the same opportunities as everyone else. Exactly. Some people are able to afford college like that with, yeah. their, with their family's money, and that's cool and all, but some people just don't have it like that. And I just feel like... Some, if there were some reforms made mm-hmm. for easier ways for the college to still earn the money that they need for the education system that they're providing to um, students, but at the same time allow students who don't have enough money, don't have all the scholarships, or don't always have the best grades to get in, mm-hmm. help them succeed. Because at the end of the day, people going to college to get their life straight. Like That's They're going to have to be doctors, lawyers, um, psychiatrists, etc. That's true. Like, they need it. And the, um, no, that's really true. And, and the conflict with it, though, is at the end of the day, a college isn't like, it's not like a, it's not like a um, public school where it's state funded, you know, it's, it's a business. Yeah. So they're going to like, hey, if we have people coming to our school in, in the bunches, like we're just going to charge as much as we can so we can make more money. You ever been to school? Like um, you've been on college tours, right? Yeah. And you've just seen how sometimes you go there and like, wait, why do we, why do they need this again? You know what I mean? Like yeah. some stuff is just a bit extra. It's kind of like. It's not really necessary. Like, no one's yeah. really using it. That's my point. It's because they, because the schools, I think, are bringing in so much money that they can just afford to do stuff like that. And it all helps their cause because it's like, hey, I'm going to, like, this way I can bring in, um, we can bring, or we can bring in more students because our campus looks nice. And then it becomes more than just what the education actually is. It becomes, like, well, the lifestyle and this is what you can have. But That's what a lot of colleges talk about. Like, they always talk about the experience, the lifestyle, the community. And that's cool and all, but like when I'm going to college, I'm trying to get my education. Yeah, because if think about it, you're getting it paid for in that situation, maybe West Point. Mm-hmm. But if I'm gonna go get in thousands of dollars of debt, at least give me a, a, somewhat of a guarantee that I'm gonna come out the other side with a job and a career. That's what, oh my god, that's what I stress about too. Is like I've I've even talked to people who said they've went to college, went in debt, and didn't even get their um, diploma. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, really common. Are your parents in any college debt? No. Well, yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, my, my dad, um, my dad, he would have taken on college debt, but he even told me, like, the only reason he didn't is because he, he did something different. You know, like, a lot of people uh, back in the day weren't really thinking about that way either because college was a little more affordable. That, yeah, day, it was. He told me he did, like, two years at community college, and then he transferred to university, and he worked to pay it off. He wasn't able to really go party and do all those things because he had to, he was always, when he wasn't doing school, he was working. Right. So it was like, he didn't have a lot of free time, but in the end, it, it worked out a lot more for him, so he didn't have to be in this huge, huge amount of debt that a lot of his friends were. And my dad is, like, in his mid-50s, so that would yeah. really suck to have to have continued it on for that long. For um, real. But, like you said, just the payoff, like, you got a question, like, is it worth it? And then now, it's, it's different than it was in the past, because it's not a rare thing to go to school. Like, back in the day, I could see why they pushed it, because it's like, okay, um here like this is something that's not super common so if you go do this your chances in the job market are way higher that's true that's true but it now was. it's like everyone's going it's a different time yeah now it's about the it not really is about the name like really if i'm is. going to harvard compared to a person who's going to some <laughs> some school in like central iowa like who do you think is going to get the job at the the, the big corporation job or whatever yeah it, it really is about the name but like yeah. with the name it comes the price tag you feel me mm-hmm like without 
without the money, without the scholarships, without the things that will help you actually get to your degree, yeah, it's hard. It's it, really hard. It just seems like it puts you in more of a, more of like a straitjacket. Like it, it gives you almost, like the, the the saying is like it gives you more options, but then at the same time it gives you less because once you sign that contract, it's like you have to go finish these four years out. It's not like something like oh, I'm not really feeling it, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You got to go finish it out. Some colleges, they try to make it more lenient for kids or students to uh, switch their majors mm-hmm. or like turn things around if they feel like this is not really for me. Yeah. But the majority of them, man, like you make that decision, like you're stuck with it. That's true. But it can be like there's situations where it's it's useful. It's, it is. Like, you know, if you want to go with there's certain careers I think now you don't need to go to college for. But there's a lot of careers you do. Like if I'm going to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. I need to go to college. Like it's it's part of the path. It's not something where I can find an alternative. Um, like in your case, um, what do you what do you want to do? Is so, it military academy? I want to specialize in aviation. Okay, so aviation. So, so I'm, I'm I'll a, be like a helicopter pilot. Okay. And are you trying to do Air Force or? Uh, so I applied to Air Force, but like West Point's been like the main school that's been like, hey, come here. Come here, yeah. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. So I'm like, I'll pretty much go to West Point. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I mean. If that's going to help you get to where you need to go and because basically what you're trying to say with that is that you want to go to the military after you after you graduate uh university for sure yeah and d- does that help you out with ranking how does that work for west point yeah like this going no does uh this, excuse me on that. Does, does it help you when you join the military in ranking like compared to somebody that just goes enlist goes and enlist after high school i'm positive it does because i mean like you go into a school you go into a school that's teaching nothing but the army yeah that's so what like, i would think too because you're literally going to a military academy right so kind of if you're teaching that i feel like you're probably are going to be more favorable for um promotions mm-hmm. but uh it just depends on the person and who they are as leaders too because it's not it's not just because you have the name behind you it's also because of what you've done so far with your rank how you've led your soldiers so what you've done to um uplift your b- battalion your platoon and so, I really can't give you a starting yes, but I'm leaning more on yeah. That's Probably dope. yes. Um, what What do you think is what like uh, in terms of what you're going to study for? What do you think? Is, what interests you in that? Like, what made you say, "Hey, this is what I want to go try out"? Um, I say because it was an engineering school. Well, it is an engineering school, but like in the army, it's like only. A, couple certain majors they really need mm-hmm. in the military and engineering is a big one mm-hmm. and so because of that i'll be majoring in engineering and minoring in what's it called basically engineering plans i forgot the name mm-hmm. for it so you're but, saying it opens up more like uh job opportunities in the in the in the military when you get it when you get out like you're more qualified for certain things yeah okay. and you have like so when we graduate i forgot the name but basically the cadets get to pick what they want to specialize in. Mm. So not everything's guaranteed, but if your grades are straight, you get to pick. And then military academies are the first, or military academy graduates are the first soldiers that get to pick what they want to specialize in. Okay. And then after that, everyone else in RTCs get to pick. So like, we're kind of the first priority for what we want to do mm-hmm. in our lives. That's what's up. That, that's, that's cool. Um, do you think that after are you because i know you've grown up in the military lifestyle so do you think that's something that you'd be cool with like living living your life out like you don't seem like to have a lot of complaints about it i have heard some people that do in terms of the the moving around a lot 
do you think that's something um, that you want for like maybe when you have a family in the future? I can deal with it like by myself, but like at the same time, I kind of don't want my kids to like go through the same thing I went through, so, like moving around every two years and like you find a way to set something different. Yeah, because like it's tough, like transitioning out of somewhere you just you literally just moved there two years ago, mm-hmm. and then you have to leave now, and you have to lose those, cut off those bonds. And then you have to resettle somewhere else. You yeah. don't know the people here. You've never been here. You got no family up here. Like sometimes it's a struggle to like fit in because you feel so out of place. It's how many? It's every how many years? It's usually every two years. But like for, I was blessed because like sometimes my dad would put in like um, orders that ask his boss to let him, me and my family stay for like a year or a year or two. Okay. A little bit more so we have more time to stay there. I don't know. That's, that's, that's nice that they allow that because yeah. then, if you're like a senior and you came when you were what? Um, sophomore? Then mm-hmm. it's like, okay. You know, like at least let me finish up my senior year and that's I what, transition. Yeah, that's what my dad did. So my junior he basically put our high school stabilization act saying that, hey, my son's about to graduate. Mm-hmm. Can you finish? And they say, yeah, because I was about to move like I was going to come here my mm-hmm. junior year, and I was about to move to Illinois and wow. Chicago the next year. Like, Ooh. I wouldn't have been here. That must be wild, though, just just to have to, so many different environments, especially because some places are so different. Like, you come to Washington, and it's, like, it's its own vibe, and then you go to, like, somewhere like Chicago, that's going to be totally different. Bro, it's, like, two different vibes. Yeah. Like, moving from the East Coast to the West Coast was, like, a big switch, because yeah. I was over I'm here, sure. like, whoa, what's the lingo? What's y'all, what's y'all saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, way like, different, man. It really is. Um, so with all that, we know what your what your plans basically are for from the future. What you want to go into college? What you're trying to study for? Uh, looking out into really far down the line, if you could sum it up, not too big, but just in kind of like uh, a short, just kind of a short summarization. What would you say like you want your future to look like in the next like ten to twenty years? Just you know, when you're when you're out of Let's just say when you're out of school, you're in the military, you have, you have a family, or, you know, what are, what are some of your future aspirations that you want to, like, help do, help people, whatever it might be? In a nutshell, I'm going to stay in the military until I reach um, uh, a certain amount of years until I can retire with, like, benefits, you know? Mm-hmm. So after that, I'm really looking, I really am interested in political science, so I might run for an office, whether it be, like, a senator, yeah. representative mayor even governor shoot who knows the yeah, well, who president knows at this point but it's it's cool like yeah as long as you're just knowing something like these are some of my interests who knows but this kind of can help me set up pretty much because like i've always been interested in politics mm-hmm. and so like this year i'm taking civics and i'm like really learning like the ropes behind what how the government works and so because of that i'm like thinking like, i feel like i could really be interested into it like mm. That's something I can see myself going out, trying to represent people or a state that says, "Hey, we need this. Hey, our education system, our education system needs better. We need you to pull the pass this bill up and like represent us." For sure. And that's something I feel like I can see myself doing in the years. So it's good to hear. So to uh, for finally, uh, if you had one thing to tell people that are listening, what would you want to tell them? Just from what you've learned through your life. Anything you'd like to tell people? I would tell... To the audience, I would tell you guys... With high risk comes high reward. Reward. So, if you feel like you want to do something out in your life, but like you're like, I'm not too sure. 
I might not be good at it. I don't know if it's going to work out in my favor. Like, sometimes you just got to go with your gut and just go for it. Because you're going to look bad like five, ten years from now and be like, dang, I wish I did that. That's true. And then that's something like I really hate just like regretting stuff I wish I could have done. Because mm-hmm. when I pass that point, it's just like, it's gone. The op- that door is closed. The opportunity is gone. So, like, when you have those doors open in your life and you have all those experiences that you could shoot for, go for it, man. For sure. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Christian. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you. Yep. All right. That's going to be the end of the podcast. Thank you for joining me and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.